Episode of the Royal Roundtable Podcast. I am your host Jonah Aaron's, and today that's all you're gonna get. Um, I'm the I am the only one here this time around um, due to obvious circumstances. That being the generational blizzard that is currently going around, not just Buffalo, but seemingly the entire country at some level. So just me today should be a shorter episode anyways um last time we recorded the uh the savers were about to play vegas and that is the only game they played this week and that is because of this blizzard uh the sabers game that they were supposed to play the other night against tampa obviously got canceled um it wasn't just for the weather um there was i mean there was no chance they were gonna play it but if they if they were somehow able to play it Friday night, Tampa wasn't going to be able to get out in the morning for Saturday and seemingly the whole weekend. So the NHL didn't want them to stay in Buffalo the entire holiday break. Um, so they postponed it to, what, March 9th? And then they moved, they swapped that game with Philly. And we're going to play Philly, what, January 7th, I think? It's either January 7th or 9th. Uh, let me see if I can check real quick. January 9th. So yeah, so Philly comes to Buffalo now January 9th and Tampa gets moved all the way back to March, March 4th. So, so yeah, that was the, uh, the consequence of what happened, but, uh, honestly not a huge deal. Um, if anything, honestly, the, might be a hot take, might not be, but I think the Sabres could really use this break, and that's besides injuries, um, but we can start with the injury part, um, I mean, if you go back to the Vegas game, the, uh, the Sabres absolutely, um, got decimated in the third period, um, in terms of shot and just everything, they got completely outplayed, which it's totally understandable in a way, I mean, they're missing pretty much their entire top four, or not their entire top four, but four of their top six. They had Darlene and Samuelson, and then you could argue they had four AHL defensemen in the lineup. Um, and they're on the West Coast. They retired. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that third period wasn't pretty. But, I mean, when you look at the game as a whole, I mean, they played them straight up for two periods. Um, I wouldn't say they were the better team, but they were well within it. Obviously, in the second period, they got some nice puck luck. Thompson scores another dazzling goal Skinner scores once again proving his worth to this team and Lawrence Pilot gets his first of the season um the first goal he's had since January of 2019 um which is just I mean that's awesome to see um and for anyone that follows our Twitter um we posted something pretty funny it was comparing the roster that we had when Lawrence Pilot scored to basically what it is now but just seeing some of those names on there just 
it almost gives you PTSD. You know, Connor Sheary, C.J. Smith, Vlad, Zabo- Vlad Sabotka, you know, Zach Bogosian. Hutton started that game. Um, just crazy. Crazy how time flies and how much has changed. It's just, it was funny. But actually, the one thing, it was pretty funny because you, you look at the lineup and Eichel was hurt for that game as well. Um, I think Skinner and Thompson were on the same line that game too, if my memory serves me correctly. But just a funny coincidence. And yeah, Eichel didn't play in this game. Um, I know my gut feel was last time that he was going to play, but I should have known. Um, I mean, he got he didn't play against Boston, and obviously that being his hometown, if he wasn't going to play in that game, I mean, there was probably a good a good chance he he wasn't going to play us. But no. It was, Vegas, you know, they obviously they were the better team through the whole game. Um, and we could finally get on to the main point of that game, that being Ukopekalukanen. Holy, what a performance by him. I mean, absolutely sensational performance. Um, I, the Vegas Golden Knights just absolutely peppered him with shots. Um, and he just, he was unbelievable. Um, there's no... No other words to describe that game. I mean, UPL was the reason we won. Um, and it, it feels good. Um, and, you know, we brought it up last time that um, the Sabres, finally in recent memory, they've been receiving some above-average goaltending. Um, and it, you're seeing the results because they're not playing. I mean, they're playing good through this road trip. You know, you don't win four straight by mistake. They've played very good at points. But this isn't like they're on some dominating streak. They're getting their wins. They're they're mucking them out. They're finding ways to win in dirty ways, and you know not pretty ways. And they're they're on a four game win streak. But thanks to some above average goaltending, you know it's it's they've been rewarded for once. You know it feels like the complete opposite of the eight game losing streak. You know you. Sabres were the better team in more games than they weren't. And somehow they lost eight straight in regulation. Um, and to see see them kind of get rewarded, kind of see like the, the law of averages at work, it's, it's nice. Um, so, I mean, like we said, there's just no other way to describe it. UPL was sensational. Um, so, I mean, what do you, 40, 41 of 43 saves. And it's felt way more than that. I think Vegas had 25 shots in that final final frame. So awesome to see. Um, and it's huge moving forward um, that he's playing with some confidence, some serious confidence. Um, now, I guess the question that does arise is, you know, Eric Comrie, he's back on the ice. He's back skating with the team. Um, and it's... It's going to come to a head at some point because UPL is obviously he's playing good, but they're not going to send Anderson down because of his age. And Comrie, you know, I, I do, do they really? You really think they're going to send them down? I don't think so. Um, you know, it, he's. I don't think they're going to give up on him that quickly. I think they'll he'll do a little conditioning stint, which will give UPL some more time. But it's it's really going to be interesting to see what Kevin Adams chooses to do with the goalies. Um, 
when the when the time comes. You know, it it stinks because UPL like he's obviously on a roll right now. Um, you know, he's he's basically stolen the Sabres two games with Colorado and Vegas, and it's you know you would you you could easily argue that he he's earned a spot on this team for the rest of the year. Um, so hopefully his play keeps up. Uh, hopefully he, yeah, I mean, hopefully he just keeps stealing the Sabres games if necessary. And at the very least, hopefully he just gives the Sabres the chance to win night in and, uh, and night out, which is, which is all we can ask for moving forward. Cause the Sabres are right back in the playoff race. Um, you know, we talked about it last time, but they got another two points and, teams around them um it's it's becoming more and more interesting um the sabers are above the panthers now um you know they they um the the the, the panthers haven't been they, they weirdly haven't been playing as good um this year if you know to see how far they've they've fallen off from i mean their president's trophy winning team last year to go from that to, I mean, the Sabres are a point ahead of them with three games in hand. Um, and really, I see them as really the main, them in Washington, Washington, I think I see them as the main threat if the Sabres want to make the playoffs. Um, I know Money Puck, Money Puck tweeted out um, the current odds going into the holiday break. And I believe the Sabres sit at about, 28% if I'm correct um, which is not bad not bad at all considering I mean especially compared to any other year uh, at holiday break that is more I, I will take that and run um, but by far the team with the biggest percentage um, in the wild card race yeah the Capitals with 87.7% strangely enough the Rangers who are tied with them and or the other, they are the upper wild card. They have a forty-eight percent chance to make the playoffs. I wonder why that is. I don't know, but you know it's going to be a dogfight between, I think the Sabers, the Capitals, the Rangers, and the Islanders. And I, I'm not counting out the Panthers. Um, geez, Money Puck only gives them about twenty-four percent. That sounds about right. Twenty-four percent chance to make it. Um. I think that sounds about right, but yeah, I think it's going to be those four teams fighting for those wild card spots. Um, and right now, the Sabers sit about what are they? So the Islanders. So the the Washington is eight points ahead, but with four games in hand, and the Islanders forty points, three games in hand. So the Sabers could be the Sabers won their next you know, four straight to catch up, they'd be in a playoff spot. Um, so, I mean, they, it's not something you would say they're, they're sitting in the driver's seat, but they, they have the fate is in their hands. Um, so obviously, hopefully, hopefully they, something comes from it. Um, it's just interesting to see. Um, I'm just still baffled by Tampa or not Tampa, Florida. Um, they're, Expected goal rates is, I believe, one of the highest in the league. And to see them just, I mean, they're below 500 at at Christmas. 
Um, that's just, it's crazy to think about. So hopefully with this, this nice break, the Sabres, first of all, they get healthy and they're just ready to go. Um, to kind of circle back to what I was talking about earlier. I think the Sabres could really use this break. I think they could really, really use this time off. I mean, just getting healthy and like I said, they haven't been playing outstanding. Um, having a nice seven days off is more than okay with me. Um, really, his leg or his ankle or his foot, um, whatever he tweaked in warm-ups against Colorado, it was definitely, you know, it was, it was his foot area. So he's been walking around in a boot. Um, hopefully it's just precautionary. I know he skated on his own uh, before the last practice with Dan Girardi. Um, so hopefully he's ready to go. Plus, it works out for the Sabres. Um, having to go up against Tampa um, without Owen Power and obviously the rest of the core um, would have been tough. So they get to avoid that, even if they're maybe out a few days longer. You know, if you got Columbus, you should still be able to beat Columbus without most of your guys. Um, and obviously the, the forwards are perfectly healthy. So hopefully hopefully this, this break is nice to, uh, to double down. So... Um, not much else on the, uh, the Sabres front. I mean, there wasn't much news this week. Um, you know, the, they played Vegas and then a few days later we found out that Tampa's game was, the Tampa game was going to be canceled. I was really disappointed, honestly. I think they would have sold out that game. Um, Friday night, teams on a four game winning streak. They're in the playoff race facing, you know, two time cup champs, defending East champs. Um, they were wearing the goat heads. Um, that would have been exciting to see. These guys deserve it. They deserve to. Uh, they deserve a sellout crowd, or at least a big crowd, just to have a huge game. Um, but hey, they are getting one pretty soon. Uh, Ryan Miller night is right around the corner. Um, January nineteenth, less than thirty days. I know that because the Sabers have been doing those giveaways online, the thirty days of giveaways. So. Should be fun. Uh, we'll see if my my uh, our take from a few months ago is still uh, still a thing. Uh, somebody was wondering what it would what it would take for these guys to get consistent sellouts at home or at least close to it. Um, and I know we said that, uh, in my opinion, that they're gonna if they're still in the playoff race, which as of right now they are, and you know when Ryan Miller and I comes around. I think they take that momentum to the end of the season, you know, whether they're in the playoffs or not. So, so it should be interesting to see. Um, but like I said, I wish that, I do wish that Tampa game happened. Um, cause that would have been a fun game to watch or to go to. Um, so, but yeah, um, I don't think there's really much else to cover Sabres wise. Um, I guess, I guess I could mention the kid line real quick. Um, I don't think it was a secret. Um, they, they had a pretty rough road trip. Um, but, you know, they're all um, super young, obviously. Um, nobody's Nobody on that line is older than 21. Uh, it's crazy. Um, they're going to have, you know, much like the Sabres as a whole, how the Sabres just have, you know, one night they're like, oh, my God, and another night they're like, geez, what is going on? That's going to be the Cousins line. Um, I think more nights than not, they're going to be good. Um, I think most people would agree with that, but... Hey, they're gonna have a rough stretch like they did these last few games. Um, you know, I'm happy Granado didn't split them up. 
uh, at this last practice. Um, they did get, they got bent, or at least Cousins and Paterka got, or not Cousins, Quinn and Paterka got benched against Vegas uh, in the third period, which I, they didn't have it that night. I think it was a smart move. Um, but yeah, I think they'll bounce back just fine. Um, you know, it's gonna, it's not just gonna click every single night. Um, you know, even the Thompson's line, Thompson line isn't even like that. Um, but the beauty about having two great lines, one might have an off night. The other one is right there to pick them up. And that's what's been happening. You know, you know, Tage Thompson is just, (laughs) guy just won't stop scoring. It's just, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable to watch. Think what he's on pace for over 120 points now. Um, it's crazy. Still f- hasn't played in almost a week. Still third in the league in scoring. Um, crazy, crazy stuff. So, but yeah, I think Sabres wise, that's pretty much it. Um, I still think <sighs> I'm still waiting for a move to happen. I really am. I still think. You know, we 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 tweeted it out after the the Vegas game. You know, I I, I this this team is ready to make a push, like a real push, and I think they can do it with the guys they have. You know, when they're healthy. But you know, every team gets injured. Um, sure, some teams have more luck than others, but every team gets injured during the regular season. And you know, the way the Sabers are structured, you know, one injury to Darlene Samuelson or Power. You know, it shakes up the whole lineup, um, you know, for worse. Um, You know, I really, you know, we've been beating the Jacob Chikrin drum, and I'm going to keep beating it, but of course there's other additions they can make. They can make a buy low on someone. Um, But I think it would be a huge statement to the rest of the league and even just to their own guys in the locker room just to be like, yeah, hey, guys, we believe in you. We're going to help you out here Um, to go after you know, Chikrin or whomever. Um, I just think that it would, it, it's a huge opportunity. These guys are pushing for a playoff spot. You know, they've taken a step. You know, you have a Hart Trophy candidate in Tage Thompson, a Norris Trophy candidate in Darlene, at least one Calder candidate in power. Probably, you know, Quinn is probably on the outside too, and Paterka's not far behind. Um, like you have all these things. And you have guys like Cousins who have taken a huge step. Tuck and Skinner who are having career years. I mean, I don't want they're not wasting it, but I just don't want them to. I don't want them you know, if obviously if it were up to me, if it were up to me, I wouldn't sit by and just um kinda see what happens. I'm not I'm not saying Adams is wrong for doing so. You know, in the long run, sure, he's probably right, you know. It's probably smarter to to wait on the youth and to just take it how it goes but I don't know I think they're ready I think they're ready for a push and if you give them some serious support I think they have a really good shot at this um, I would put them on the same level as any of these teams right now Washington Florida um, New, the Islanders any of these guys and if you make a big swing or even just a somewhat helpful swing, they're, you know, they're immediately in a better place than they were than these teams. You know, that there's not many teams that can make trades right now. There's not. But the Sabres are one of them. Unlimited cap space, unfathomable amount of assets and draft capital to use 
And I'm not saying panic and go after someone big. Of course not. Of course. It has to be a move that makes sense. But I would be more eager now than I would be, say, start of the season. Or even back in, you know, November or, you know, October when they were seven and three and they were rolling. You know, now it's like, all right, you're seeing the potential. They're slowly climbing, climbing, climbing. You know, that big jump. You know, this four-game winning streak can turn into an eight- or nine-game winning streak, you know, if, if you help these guys out, or at least it'll happen easier. Um, So I, I, I just hope, and I, I'm pretty sure he is. Adams always says he's evaluating his options, but I really hope he's evaluating ways that he can make this team better in the short term and the long term because I know that's, that's, that's what he preaches, you know. If it can help us in the short and the long, he's going to do it. So... That's just my take on it all. Um, you know, I know, look, we, you know, when we said that was basically our stance, you know, we got some opposition, which is, it's completely understandable. You know, some people do just want to take it how it goes and to see, and if they're, you know, if, if they're going to make the playoffs, it's going to be with the group they got now. And I totally under, understand that perspective. You know, you've got all these assets, all this, you know, this power with cap space and draft capital, you know, it's, it's a very good position to be in. You know, the team is already on the rise right now. And, you know, this year you have four picks in the first two rounds. I mean, that is, I mean, they are set up in such a great way right now, you know, for years to come. But my point is they've taken that step, you know, the next step. They're, they're, they're going to push for a playoff spot for the rest of the year. I believe they are. Do they get in? I don't know. You know, it comes down to... You know, it comes down to goaltending, basically. You know, if UPL or Comrie can sustain above-average goaltending for the rest of the season. If they can do that, they've got a good shot. Um, but one way to make that easier, defensive, you know, def- defensive upgrades. And, you know, obviously for me, Jacob Chikrin is the, be- the best way to go for that. Um, but, but yeah, um, that's basically my take on everything. Um you know that four straight Sabres are heading pretty much into the new year with a winning record. Um, you know, all things considered, things should go well. Um, you know, you you look at you know you look at the Sabres next fourteen games. Um, you know, you you play Columbus, Detroit, Boston, Ottawa, Washington, Minnesota, Philly, Seattle, Winnipeg. Nashville, Florida, Chicago, the Islanders, and Anaheim. That is a huge opportunity um, to, to, to get some serious ground in the playoff race. I mean, just some of those teams. I mean, Columbus, Detroit, Ottawa, Philly, Seattle even. Actually, Seattle's been pretty good. I shouldn't disrespect them like that. But, you know, Nashville, Chicago, Anaheim. I mean, those... Those games, I don't want to say they're gimmies. It's the NHL. No game is a gimme. But at the same time, those are games you should win. Like, you should win. And then, you know, other than Boston and Winnipeg, you know, I would I would say, like, every team, like, every game, you have a really, really good chance of winning. I'd throw Minnesota in there, too. They're playing well. But... I mean, seriously, those are some very winnable games. You know, I 
I, I don't want to set any expectations right now because that's a lot of the games and a lot could happen. But hypothetically, let's say Power, Yoki, Haru, Bryson, they're all back. You know, Labushkin's up to 100% again. I could totally see like an 11-3 and three stretch. I mean, they could go streaking right here. You know, there's some serious opportunity. So hopefully they do. Hopefully the Sabres, you know, close the year strong. And hopefully we see them really take the league by storm this next this whole next year. 2023, the year of the Sabres. Who knows? But but yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's pretty much all I got for this time. Um shorter episode obviously, but hey, not not much happened this week. Um big win for the Bills. Big win. Uh not the prettiest win, I will say. Um but got the job done. Looking forward to next week against Cincinnati. Um should be fun. So So yeah, I think that's pretty much uh pretty much it. Um so if you want if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we are at the Royal Report underscore. Um you want to get updates for the pod at Royal Report Pod. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um and I will say this, depending on when this episode comes out and when you end up listening to it, for all you lovely listeners out there, um Christmas morning we will have an announcement to make. Uh, very excited about it. Um, so if you're watching it on Christmas Eve or, I don't know, before we've made the announcement, um, make sure you check our Twitter Christmas morning um, to see what it is. And if you're watching this after we've made the announcement, you've already seen it, well, I hope you enjoyed the gift. Um, and I'm really excited about it moving forward. So... So, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. And uh, go Sabres.